Welcome everyone to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games that's posted every Wednesday morning on iTunes and Google Play. I'm Brian, joined as always by the level Baluchador, L. Francaro. Hey guys. <laughs> we are continuing our Halloween themed spooky episodes, and I'm not doing this voice on purpose. Obviously, uh, if you listen to the, the you know Castlevania Part One last week. That was recorded before I lost my voice. Castlevania Part 2 has been recorded since I started working at a local haunted attraction for Halloween. And I'm going to sound like this for the rest of October, so I do apologize. Um, it's just the nature of the beast, you know. We uh, we record over the weekend, and obviously haunted houses are typically open on the weekends. Uh, so there's literally no time for my voice to recover before we record. So I, I'm going to incorporate it into the theme of October. Um, as much as I possibly can, but uh, yeah, I, I apologize. <laughs> um, the opening track you heard there was my first pick for this episode. Obviously, we are doing Castlevania Part Two. That was Bloody Tears from Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest. What a terrible night to have a curse, huh? What a terrible, terrible night. But what a fantastic track. I mean, that's one of the most well-known and most covered Castlevania songs of all time. Uh, it's part of my, it's my top three. Yeah, it's definitely my top three as well. If not, if not my favorite one, um, that one's just so freaking good, man. So freaking good. But uh, like I said, I, it's kind of too. Just an underrated game. But uh, as as per tradition here on BG Mania, when he was an Elfran Carol facts, but being that this is Rocktober and Halloween is approaching, it's October. Oh, oh, uh, is that how it's pronounced? Uh, I'm gonna start. Hey, you gotta lose hop- your voice in the middle to actually get the uh, to get the you know the uh, spooky sound. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna start giving you some some Halloween facts between the tracks. So, uh, well, well, when you think of Halloween as a kid, what do you think of? You think of trick or treating? Well, you know, candy. going back candy exactly. So going back to the Middle Ages, you know, trick or treating was a thing, but it's not. It wasn't as simple as it is for us nowadays just going up in a mask no the children would go and they would do a jaunty little dance or sing a song so you actually had to work for your candy uh so she works uh, hard for the money so you better treat her right <laughs> but yeah they would, they would actually call it mumming so have you ever heard of all of mummers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah of course that, that, that that's that, that, that's a halloween tradition okay very cool very cool all right but now uh let me that, that'll lead me into the fact that we have for my first pick from Castlevania Lords of Shadow this is the Waterfalls of Agartha
And that was Waterfalls of Agartha. Definitely a nice somber track. Uh, it's so good, especially there at the end when like the sweeping orchestra kicks in. And I mean, I like that track. Obviously, Lords of Shadow, um, it got a lot of flack for being, you know, it wasn't as good of a Castlevania game as it could have been. But um, I liked it, man. I really did. I liked it. It's a series I will eventually play. Yeah, I think you definitely need to play this one. Um, obviously, it's definitely better than the first, or I'm sorry, the second Lords of Shadow. Lords of Shadow 2, probably not as good, but uh, the first Lords of Shadow actually is is pretty freaking good. I'll definitely give it a play eventually. Uh, keeping in track with our Halloween facts, this is a bit of a weird one. Um, another Halloween tradition, uh, just spraying your friends with silly string. Who has that tradition? That is everyone in America. Okay. Not me. I didn't do that ever. See, guys? I told you he doesn't have friends. So, uh, <laughs> however, if you were to go to Hollywood, California, since 2004, it has been banned. 100%. You cannot have Silly String uh, on Halloween because of the, the cleanup fees. If you have a can of Silly String in your hand... A thousand dollar fine. Nice. That's crazy. You said that's Hollywood, California. Hollywood, California. Okay. Hollywood, Florida. That's where Dolph Ziggler's from. He's here. Okay. To, he's here uh, to show the world. He's here to show the world, <laughs> indeed. Um. Okay. Well, my next pick for this episode, we're gonna go to Castlevania: Dawn of Sorrow. This is Demon Castle Top Floor, otherwise known as the Pinnacle. Castle Top Floor, otherwise known as the Pinnacle, 
from Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow. I love that game. That's a good one. That is a great game. And that's a great track. I mean, that is a rocking track. I love that one. Yeah, I, I like it when you bring the rock, Brian. You got, you got to bring the rock more often. You know, it is Rocktober. It's not Rocktober. <laughs> that wasn't our theme. We didn't we didn't plan for that to be our theme. We planned Spooky for our first year. We didn't plan Rock for our first year. Why not both? I mean, we are kind of doing both because Castlevania is rocking at the same time. So. Um, so let's throw you a little Halloween fun fact. So, uh... New Englanders, people who follow a horrible football team, who I wish would just die. Uh, they have a crazy Halloween tradition. The Jets? Don't, don't, don't make fun of the Jets. Jets are, are New York. Okay. Uh, they, they have, are they 0-3, like the Browns? Or do they want a uh, game yet? We, we won a game. Oh, okay. Well, you're ahead okay. of us then. How, how hard is it to beat the Browns? Uh... So in New England, they have a thing called Cabbage Night they do around Halloween. And what it is, is they actually take their rotten vegetables and they leave them near their neighbor's doorsteps. Okay. Uh, it's a precursor to, you know, uh, you're throwing eggs at people's house and sure. Other, sure, sure, sure. Other, other shenanigans that occur. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of but, weird. Uh, yeah. You crazy New Englanders and your crazy, crazy things. Is that, something that, is that something that they still do? Uh, they still do that. It's a wicked pisser. Okay. Um, but I want to take you to a track now. Let's not think about New England, okay? They're, they're, they're the devil, okay? But, you know... Sal- we'll, Sal- we'll... Salem, Massachusetts is in New England. It is. It is. Um, you know, there are a bunch of wicked childs, and that's the name of my song. Oh, Isn't that geez. crazy? <laughs> Should I tie that together? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wicked Child from Castlevania 1. Wicked Child from Castlevania. Such a good track. This that one is, is seminal. That is freaking fantastic. That is such a good one. It really is. 
Yeah, and I, I loved the original Castlevania as well. I just yeah, I, I definitely think that uh, a lot of the music found in the original Castlevania is some of the most iconic tracks in the series by far. And that's why they keep getting remixed every single game. I mean, you know, you constantly see these songs over and over and over again in every single Castlevania. I mean, how many Bloody Tears remixes are there? How many Vampire Killer remixes are there? How many Wicked Child remixes are there? They just, you know, they reuse the same stuff, but it's good. And they like a lot of the uh, I, I tend to think a lot of the remix versions are better than some of the originals. Like some of the bloody tear versions in later games are so good. They are. But I wanted to actually highlight the original for this episode. That's why I chose it for the beginning track there. But uh, yeah, man, Wicked Child. That's a good one. Of course, it's a good one. It's because I picked it. I kid, I kid, I kid. You picked everything. I did. Uh, so... You submitted 127 songs. So Halloween, what's the other big thing about other than trick-or-treating? It's, it's wearing costumes. Sure. Well, they say that, uh, according to the census, in 2014, there were over 160 million trick-or-treaters. Okay? And they spent over $3 billion on costumes for Halloween alone. Wow. Absolutely insane to believe that much money is going on to costumes. Because really, how, how much does a Luchador mask actually really cost? Not yeah, much. You know, like 20, 30 bucks. Exactly, you know, that's... Small, that's price, small price to pay to be a Luchador. Because Lucha is life. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll go with, uh, with my next track for today's episode. And that is going to be the Spirit Meeting Encounter from Castlevania Three. Dracula's Curse. Was the spirit meeting encounter from Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse? Spooky, spooky indeed. No, I like I said last episode. I wanted to. Uh, I don't want to. I didn't want to just pick rock like rock sounding songs. Obviously, you think this is Rocktober, but uh, I wanted to also pick some spooky sounding stuff. And Castlevania definitely has a lot of spooky sounding things, like a lot. I have some more coming up later. 
As do I. In fact, I may tie into yours a little here a little bit. But uh, first, yours, aren't, yours aren't as good. Um, dare I say superior in every way. So, uh, you know, the Halloween season, there's this one candy that keeps on showing up. And I don't know why it keeps showing up because no one really eats it. Candy corn? It's called candy corn, yeah. <laughs> I hate candy corn. I mean, it's been going around since 1898. I uh, do not like candy corn. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, to be honest. Uh, they make about 35 million pounds of it every single year. You know what I do like? Those little, uh, like the pumpkin marshmallow things, the candy marshmallow things. Yes, I actually have a big tin of those in the house right now. Those are definitely good. But just candy corn, candy corn can go to hell. I'll eat it every now and then, but it's not my favorite. Um, I definitely like the little pumpkin versions better. Those are so much good, so much better. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we just had a, an encounter, a, me- a meeting with a spirit. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so um, what is a spirit, if not a wandering ghost? Your transitions are terrible. I know, I try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this track is Wandering Ghost from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. was wandering ghosts uh definitely a different kind of feel to it kind of eerie and odd and off yeah i mean it doesn't it doesn't actually portray like a wandering ghost so to speak i mean it's funky yeah it's like a it's like a funky jazz kind of tune yeah i like uh, it though. i like it yeah, i just want to pick something a little out there oh you know a little crazy you know and when it comes you to crazy crazy no way when it comes to crazy i have i have a a crazy law for you that I wish was enforced when I was younger, but uh, no luchador masks. 
you will never get, be able to enforce that. Uh, so in 2010, the city of Belleville, Illinois, they became the most recent city to ban trick-or-treating for kids over the age of 12. So if you're a teenager and you're out trick-or-treating, it's anywhere from a hundred to a thousand dollar fine for going door to door. I don't like that. You don't like that? No, I don't think there should be an age limit on trick or treating. Yes, there is. Okay, because I'm sick and tired of these grown men coming to my door asking me for candy. Okay. I think that obviously, if a grown man is ballsy enough to go out there, put a costume on, walk door to door, and ask for candy, they deserve some freaking candy. No, a grown man can take the costume off, go to Seven Eleven, and buy himself some candy. <laughs> Okay. But just, no, just like uh, just like I don't know, maybe, maybe an odd man out here, but I don't stop the ice cream man anymore because I'm an adult. I know how to buy ice cream from the store. I have a, I have a vehicle. I don't stop the ice cream man, but I'm not going to lie. If one passes my house, I'll probably get some. I didn't say I wasn't going to stop him. If, you know, if I'm from there in front of the house, but <laughs> <laughs> no. I, obviously, I think that um, it's not. It's not people our age going out and trick or treating. Usually, sometimes there is, but usually it's not. The last time, the last time I went trick or treating, I was seventeen. So I mean, and that was that a is, lot of fun. That is four years too long. I say twelve should be thirteen if you want to no. split a definitive there. No, I think eighteen. Obviously, if an eighteen-year-old wants to go out and trick or treat, like I said, you're still in high school. You have that right, and I think you should have that right. There, there's been some backlash yeah. because there's been a, a city this year actually was trying to do the same thing, but it, there's so much backlash that they got shut down. You know, guys, let us know on Twitter. Uh, my, my my handle is at El Francaro. El Francaro. L- l- let me know what you think about this, because I think Brian is wrong. Tell him he's totally wrong. But uh, a- hashtag I stand with El Francaro. <laughs> All right, let's move on to my next track. We're going back to Castlevania Order of Ecclesia. This is Rhapsody of the Forsaken. Rhapsody of the Forsaken from Castlevania, Order of Ecclesia. That one is so 
freaking good. What a rockin' tune. Yeah. For Rocktober. It, it definitely is rockin'. I'll give you that. It definitely is rockin', but it's not Rocktober. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to just kind of tie that in. Uh, do you remember the uh, Charlie Brown uh, special that comes out every year? Uh, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown? I still watch it every year. Are you kidding me? Well, it's been going since 1966, and uh, for Charlie Brown, it was all tricks, no treats. So I got a rock. Exactly. <laughs> I got a rock to over, baby. Uh, <laughs> I have tied together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. My, my, joke, my jokes are horrible. Uh, no one said they worked. So, <laughs> all right. And what else is made of rock? An abandoned castle. Jesus. I know. It's a bad transition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stone. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yes, I there guess. you go. So my track is going to be the abandoned castle from Castlevania's Curse of Darkness. Was the abandoned castle from Castlevania: Curse of Darkness? Such an, a rocking tune. Uh, it's almost like two songs in one because you get about two minutes in there. You hear it how it kind of just changed yeah, up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 
but definitely fitting in this this song really fits the castlevania the spooky theme um through and through more, sure. so, more, more so more so than most of the tracks out there right i feel like they, they really nailed it on you know when we came to this one um it's good stuff so for, man. it's good stuff so uh a little halloween fact again uh the candy you know I mean it's it's the stories you go church reading want the candy well yeah absolutely Everyone I remember. I, I remember. You know, as a kid, and I'm sure you're the same way. You have to eat it as soon as possible. You don't want it to go bad. I you did. Know, yeah, yeah. I did. Absolutely, I did. Uh, but a little, little fun fact: you don't have to eat it right away. In fact, dark chocolate and milk chocolate, if you keep it somewhere dry, you last for up to two years. So mm-hmm. now, candy corn, you can throw that straight in the garbage, uh, but it can last up to nine months if you keep it somewhere dry as well. But like I said, just, just do yourself a favor and throw it away right away. Better off in the garbage. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what do I got coming up next? Let me look. My next track for today's episode, we are going back to one of my favorite Castlevania games. Of course, I'm talking about, if you listened to last week's episode, Castlevania, Lament of Innocence. This is the Ghostly Theater. theater from castlevania lament of innocence talk about wandering ghosts that's a much better ghost track than what you had earlier i definitely tip my hat to you on that one for sure and like i said i wanted more spooky stuff and that fits right in so i love that uh, one like that, 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 was a, that was a great track yeah that that definitely probably my favorite track from um well i don't know man i have another one coming up from lament of innocence later in the episode that's so good as well but um this one here just harkens back to my time playing to this game and uh it it definitely brings back like memories of world of warcraft for me too because it sounds like a lot of uh like the uh, the uh, you know the undercity with uh sylvanas windrunner and the undead and 
they have a lot of things that sound like that in Warcraft too. So I just love this track. It's so good. I love it. That's a great track. Um, you know what? Like Halloween in general, you know, it's actually more of an Irish holiday than St. Patrick's Day is, you know, in general. Right. Yeah. You know, it actually comes from the, the Celtic festival of Samhain. Uh, and, you know, you could definitely tell the Irish roots of uh, Halloween because what do you call a, a decorated pumpkin that's actually out there? Jack-o-lantern. It's actually called a jack-o'-lantern. It's yeah. actually, a, you know, that's, that's, that's an Irish sounding name in general. That, that, that was done on purpose. It was the Irish uh, missionaries putting those out there. Um, now, you know, since we're talking about the beginning of Halloween, I think <laughs> I'm going to transition to my song, which is also the beginning, Castlevania 3. Okay. Enjoy. beginning castlevania 3 uh definitely the most retro soundy original castlevania sounding pick that i have yeah for sure uh it's like i said this i picked this one because I, i'm an eight, i'm an 8-bit guy i, I love my, my, my retro games and mm-hmm. this one just this is this is the perfect castlevania track for me uh just it, it's poppy it's scary it's everything i want from my castlevania games right no this one's really good i like this one so, yeah, but uh, you know, Halloween, you know, uh, there's actually some studies that show that it makes kids act more evil, believe it or not. No, would, you don't say. <laughs> what, what, I, and what they're saying is um, the fact that you're in costume, the fact that you're wearing a mask, you feel like there you have less responsibility or less there's less um, chance of you getting caught. So ch- children in costume and masks are more likely to steal candy or money than, you know, other than children who are, you know, being supervised or actually, you know, with their faces exposed. So. Right. Much like a certain uh, luchador that everyone knows and loves, uh, you become someone. You don't mean, Al, you don't mean Alfred Carroll. 
No, Alfred Hero would never steal. Just your hearts. <laughs> nah. I don't know if I buy this study all that much, but uh, I, 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 yeah. I have been guilty once or twice of, you know, someone putting a candy ball out saying, take one, and maybe I took one or two or three. The whole bowl. Uh, <laughs> Including the bowl. <laughs> yeah, so. No. I, I guess I was one of those bad kids, too. <laughs> I mean, I there were times when I took, you know, took more than one, but more often than not, I actually did just take one because I'm not a big candy eater anyway. I mean, I eat candy, um, but I don't have it all the time. And I mean, like, you know, I'll get like snacks here and there or I'll, like I'll go through a phase or like I want like Hershey's chocolate bars or something and I'll get like a pack of six and I eat those over. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, obviously. But um, I get things like that or, you know, like um, sour candies or just whatever I'm feeling. And I'll and I'll and I'll munch on those for a while. But I don't like have to have candy every day. I don't eat it all the time. Even I mean, like I could go weeks without candy and be OK. So um and I was the same way as a kid. So, just how it was. That is sacrilegious. How dare you? <laughs> All right. Well, let me go back to Castlevania Symphony of the Night. This is The Tragic Prince. The Tragic Prince from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I love that one too. It just kicks a, in after the few seconds there. It's so good. That's a great rocking tune. I really, really enjoyed your pick there. Yeah. I wish I, I, I wish I had that one. That, I'm, I'm a, I give you kudos. That one was good. That one was really, really, really good. Obviously, from what many people consider to be one of the best Castlevania games of all time, Symphony of the Night. So, arguably, my opinion, the best. Uh, sure. 
So uh, Halloween, we always associate that with pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, so the largest pumpkin ever measured, uh, this was this world record was set in 1993. Take a guess, Brian. How big was this pumpkin? How much does this pumpkin weigh? Uh, what year was it? 93? Yes. 2,000 pounds. Close. 836 pounds, but still. Absolutely. <laughs> I was way off. Absolutely massive. That is huge. Unbelievable. That is definitely but, uh, huge. But, uh, you know, you just played the Tragic Prince, and what would the Tragic, you know, the Tragic Prince is probably a rich fella. And where, and where would he keep his money, huh? <laughs> I don't know, Al Francaro. Where would he keep his money? <laughs> In the treasury. <laughs> That's what we're talking about before. How's that? Yeah. Guys, I understand. My transitions need a little work. <laughs> <laughs> Lo siento mucho. My, my, my track is going to be the Treasury from Super Castlevania 4. Enjoy. Treasury Room from Super Castlevania 4, a game that I'm having an absolute blast playing again, thanks to the SNES Classic. Uh, sure, apparently that's where the, where the Tragic Prince keeps his money too. It's that's where I keep my money in my treasure. <laughs> that is a good track, though. I like that one. It is. Uh, like I said, definitely, definitely uh, one of the better games in the series too. Super Castlevania 4. Uh, I do believe the Genesis version, uh, Bloodlines, is better, but. Yeah, I would have to agree. Bloodlines is definitely a stronger game than Super Castlevania 4. But I still, I still like Super Castlevania 4 a lot. Um, so uh, for your Halloween fact, um, you know, around this time of year, uh, bobbing for apples becomes a thing. Sure. Now, I, that actually takes its roots from an ancient Roman festival called Pomona. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, where, it's, it's where they celebrate the harvest goddess of the same name. Yeah. So uh, just much like uh, all other holidays, we kind of incorporate different, you know, harvest things into this. So that's also uh, it actually Halloween, you know, Samhain, it's original name, was actually called San Apple Night for a long time as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all that ties together in a nice, neat little package. Very nice, very nice, very nice, very nice. Well, uh, I didn't plan for this, and obviously we never planned for this, but my next track is also from Super Castlevania 4. That's how you do a transition. (laughs) This one is stage 4.1, Clockwork Mansion. (laughs) 
And that was Clockwork Mansion Stage 4.1 from Castlevania, or sorry, Super Castlevania 4. Can't forget the Super. Such a good song. It is a great song. Much better than your pick. Much better than the Treasury Room. I I feel like this this pick, you know, this should have been my pick all along. Well, like I said, every track was your pick because you submitted every single Castlevania song as your pick. So I had to I had to pick some from you. (laughs) I know because I'm an innovator. The innovator Uh, of violence, Tommy (laughs) Dreamer. So uh, how about a crazy Halloween tradition? So um, sure, 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 sure. So according to tradition, if a person wears his or her clothing inside out and walks backwards on Halloween. Okay. That person will see a witch at midnight. Really? That's uh, that's crazy. I think I may have to do that on Halloween. I think I'll although, try it. Although, although if, I, if I see a witch, she might be my ex-girlfriend and it might break my heart. So. <laughs> <laughs> I still miss you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you probably do. Oh, she's the devil. Which, which means I probably would see her on Halloween. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... Did she um, wear a mask? Is she a luchador as well? Like, I'm going to date a normie without a mask. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> now, for my next track, uh, I'm picking a song from Castlevania's Circle of the Moon. Okay. This song is called Awake. Awake from Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Uh, definitely a song that you knew I would pick. Uh, just, of course. Starts out with a little uh, sea shanty there at the beginning. Yeah, so, so a nice little jaunty tune, then it kicks into your more classic Castlevania style. Uh, I really like this game. I really like this song. Right. Um, but, uh, and trust me, you knew this El- Frank Arrowfax was coming sooner or later in Mexico. Okay. <laughs> They celebrate, instead of Halloween, uh, Dio de los Muertos, or the Day of the Dead. Um, and then All Souls Day coming on the following day. Right. That's where people dress like ghouls and parade down the streets. Very elaborate uh, uh, decorations and parades go on. Yeah, it's, uh, it, Mor- Morphe's Law. Morphe's Law, uh, it's called very, very much based upon that. Uh it's it's something that if you've never seen it before, if you've never experienced it, I definitely it's definitely worth at least checking out on YouTube to see the spectacle it gets put on. Um, 
it's very much it's, it's more of a Christian holiday than anything else. It's it's actually a, right. It's it's taken more as a religious holiday than than, than Halloween. Right. Although although Halloween itself is a religious uh, occasion in the at least in the, the, the Christian lore, it's it's the day before All Saints Day. Sure. So it's it's, it's all Hallows Eve. Right. So uh, it's definitely stooped in the same thing, but like I said, if you've never seen the spectacle put on by Dio de los Muertos, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. It, 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 it. It's definitely worth the, you know, devoting your time to, to seek out. It is absolutely worth it. Okay. Well, I've got two tracks left for today's episode. You have two tracks left for today's episode, which means we have four tracks left total. See how the math works there? We are going right, to go to... Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, this is Cornell. And that was Cornell from Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. I like that one, man. It's definitely slow, somber. It's not, I mean, it, it kind of has some spooky, eerie vibes to it, but it's not, it's not scary, but it's a freaking good song. It was a good song. I didn't get much of a scary feel, but I definitely, it was somber. And I don't, I don't know who Cornell is. It's a school. I don't think this has anything to do with the school. <laughs> if if it does, that's pretty cool. It's a good freaking song, though. I'll give it. I'll, I'll, I will say that. It's a good song, but I am about to take your little pick and destroy it soon. But but before I do that, I want another Halloween fun fact. Uh, now I just uh, I figure you know I gave you Mexico. How about how about something about China? Okay. In China, they have a festival called Tang Chi, 
and it's the lantern festival. So what they do is they have lanterns shaped like dragons and other animals, and they hang them around the houses and the streets right. to help to help guide the spirits of their loved ones uh, back home for Halloween. Sure. And they also leave out food and other stuff and portraits. So you know, is it? It's crazy how they they pretty much do the same thing. They have you know they have the the, the food, the treats. They have the, the bringing of souls back. Yet this is a, a whole nother world away doing the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. at the same time. So I, I, I like how this tradition kind of melded into one big global Halloween celebration right. for everyone. No, for sure. That's definitely cool. But for my next pick, I wanted to go down the spooky path. Okay. About time. Okay. This song is, uh, boy, my pronunciation is going to be horrible here. <laughs> it's Tuis Deus Muis. Tuis Deus Muis. Tuus Deus Moose, yes. <laughs> Tuus Deus Moose from the Dracula X Chronicles. from Dracula X Chronicles. Oh my god, I'm terrified. That was so scary. I was too scared to play a scary song. <laughs> I'm right on the edge of my seat here, and I don't want to cry. That was more epic sounding than scary. Oh, that absolutely is an epic song. It's, yeah. But like I said, I, uh, I, I want to end on my best songs. That's why That's why you know, I, I had that there. But uh, yeah, such a great track. It really um, is. It really is. I, it's I, a good I love I love the Dracula X Chronicles. Mm-hmm. That's a, I feel like that's a, probably the most overlooked. Other, other than the Lord of the Shadows, that I personally overlooked. Uh, yes, you did. But, I mean, for good reason. A lot of people skipped over Lords of Shadow. But like I said, the first one, definitely better than the second. Now, uh, for Halloween, the uh, largest parade in the U.S. for Halloween mm-hmm. takes place in a little state called New York. Mm-hmm. Uh 
So the okay. village Halloween. Uh, I, 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 I don't like New York facts. <laughs> the village Halloween parade. As long as it's not ally represent. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. That's, that's a different show. Uh, so the village Halloween parade generally has about 50,000 people in it. Oh, wow. Uh, and like it, when you go there for Halloween, about 2 million people actually show up to watch the parade. Okay. Traffic is abysmal. I'm sure it is. That's why, that's why I try to usually catch it online. Sure. Because uh, you get the best of both worlds. You get to watch all the awesomeness. How far of a drive is it for you? About four to five minutes. That ain't Not bad. so bad. That ain't bad. Okay. Well, we will go to my last pick for this episode, and we're going back to my favorite Castlevania game, Castlevania Lament of Innocence, to close out our Castlevania um, series here, so to speak. This is House of Sacred Remains. House of Sacred Remains from Castlevania, Lament of Innocence. Like I said, this is definitely my favorite Castlevania. One of my favorites. I mean, that with, uh, I think Bloodlines is up there in my favorites. Obviously, uh, Symphony of the Night is up there. And um, 
man, one of probably one of the DS games. I'm not sure which one though. But uh, those, that was definitely an excellent. That was an excellent track. Yeah, I, it's I, it's. I mean, it it transitions like multiple sounds, multiple songs. Um, it just all takes place in this one area, so it's super cool. But it's such a freaking good song. Just different rooms of the house, you know. It's absolutely, absolutely like a haunted house. Now, uh, before my final track, the one we're gonna close out with, I wanted to give you just one last Halloween fun fact. Okay. And this one uh, happened in 1964. Helen File of Greenlawn, New York. Oh, what's Greenlawn, New York? Oh, that's right, L.I. represent. I thought you said oh. it was a different show. I lie. <laughs> she was arrested for handing out arsenic lace treats as a prank on teens she deemed too old for trick-or-treating. So much like how Frank Harris is in the camp of not uh, letting older kids go trick-or-treating, I do not endorse the fact <laughs> that uh, I would certainly, children. I would certainly hope not. Okay, she took this a little too far. <laughs> Just a tad, just a tad. Yeah. Okay, so not not, 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 not such a great thing from uh, from from us there, but I figure I'll I'll, I'll end. I'll, I'll give an extra bonus fact, something a little more positive. Okay. Starting in 1950 in Philadelphia, that is when the UNICEF program, where people trick or treat for change to help uh, to, to help uh, the disadvantaged children of the world. So sure. You know, uh, definitely. You know, ha- have some some pennies, have some money out for kids who are training for UNICEF because it's, it goes to a good cause. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Now uh, to close out this episode, uh, I'm going to give you probably, I dare I say, probably my one of my favorite songs from uh, Castlevania in general. Okay. Uh, definitely an iconic song. This is from the Super Castlevania Four, which is once again is found on this, the SNES Classic and the SNES in general. Mm-hmm. This is Simon Delmont's theme. Uh, before we go there, uh, Brian, you want to take us out? Absolutely. Thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania, Part Two of Castlevania. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is posted on iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday morning. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, please reach out to us on Twitter at OriginalLDG or our main outlet, LevelDownGames.com. Please be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube to stay up to date on all things Level Down Games. And for future episodes of Max Level, which is our video game podcast, Game Oracles, our video game trailer show, The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, our professional wrestling podcast, Bonus Stage, our mini game every Wednesday morning, and of course, our video reviews, unboxings, reaction videos, Let's Plays, Top 10 Series, and so much more. Remember to leave us a rating and a review if you haven't already done so, as it helps us in the search results. Next week, we have a little treat for you. We are going to go ahead and spoil it now just because it is October. We are doing Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube and Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on the Nintendo 3DS. So get prepared for that. To take us out of this episode, again, it is Simon Belmont's theme from Super Castlevania 4. Thanks again for joining us this morning, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.